Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 114. Excited for this episode. We have a special guest. You know, we always love having guests on, and I always love starting the podcast by just saying thank you. I feel so, so very blessed with this podcast, all the messages we get, and all the work that, you know, we get to do, I get to do. Um, yeah, it just feels like a super spiritual time, a super special time. I I'm, I messaged it in a podcast a couple weeks ago. I chose to leave my corporate role recently, um, and I'm looking forward to doing this full time. But before we get into the energy of it, I'd love to introduce my special guest, the special guest that we have on this episode. Um, if you've listened to previous episodes, you've heard me talk about Sidra Jeffrey. Sidra... Um, is my mentor, my guide, my friend. Um, she's had a huge impact on my life and she's no longer in this realm. And the reason I say it is because she's my guide. She continues to guide me from the other side. Um, but I'm excited to have a sister on here. Her, her sister is, is an amazing healer in her own energy, in her own vibration. I've done a podcast with her before, which actually was very popular. And I'm looking forward to her being a guest on this week's podcast. So introducing Zara. Zara, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? And I'm really glad you're here with us. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Namesh. My name is Zara Jaffrey. Um, I'm a I'm a founder of a company called Key Light Center Organization, not company. <laughs> it's a great organization, which is the target and the mission is to empower people to understand that all the power and all the answers that they seek outside actually resides within. And uh, all the and as you mentioned, um, Bajia, I very lovingly called her Sidra. Um, Bajia, all the information, all the teachings that I have um, is 100% from her as well. And I completely related to the fact when you said that I'm saying is because we truly believe that she's guiding us from the beyond. And there are always these small little signs that I see here and there, which is really, really exciting. And I'm sure that you are familiar with that as well. And yeah, so here I am today, very excited to talk about the daily practices, which I have also applied and I have seen my life transformed. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited to share that with you all. Thank you, Zara. And um, just just for a reference for everyone, if, if she says Pajia in, 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 yeah, in this podcast, she's talking about Sidra, it's what she affectionately, affectionately calls Sidra. And obviously, this podcast won't be this podcast without the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, friends. Uh, so good to be back. This is um, something that I look forward to every week. And I know we're going to go on a journey together today, so I'm excited. Uh, my name is Stacy, and I'm an intuitive, and I dedicate my life to helping people on their healing journey. I do this through intuitive readings, Akashic record readings, spiritual, holistic mentoring and coaching. And I recently wrote a book, and it's about my journey, my healing journey, and it's called Journey to Soul Center. Discovering the Gift of Surrender. It's available on Amazon and Audible. I'm looking forward to having this conversation today with the two of you. Yay. So, hi, everybody. I'm Nims. I'm also an Akashic Record Reader, Akashic Trainer, 
podcast host, podcast creator, and a spiritual coach and mentor. And like I was saying, I just, the, the energy and the vibration of this year, we were just talking about before the call started, is feels like putting us at the center of the universe. And it feels like so many people are going through so much. And I just love guiding people to shine their light. Um, the mentorship program we have is is changing lives. And actually, I'm going to ask Stace to talk about it in a second. Before we go there, I just, with this podcast, we've been thinking about ways of how can we engage with the audience much more. So one of the things that we've come up with is I'm going to go live on Instagram um, a couple of days after. So every Wednesday after the podcast, I'm going to go live on whatever the topic of the podcast is. So if you listen to the podcast and you have some questions, you want to interact, um, it's a great way for you for us to interact, for you to bring those questions and maybe connect with this vibration in a different sort of way. So with this one, I am going to go live with Zara on Wednesday the 24th at 7 p.m. UK, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. UK, 2 p.m. EST. I'll post that in the, in the show notes, but we'd love for you to join us. And um, we do have a Feb event coming up with what I'm doing, uh, which I'm doing with Zara, which I'm super excited about. We'll talk about that near the end. But I'd also like um, Stace to talk a little bit about our mentorship pro- program and the the promotion we have going on. Stace, do you want to share share more about the program? Yeah, so um, we channeled um, our program in the very kitchen where Namesh is recording from right now. And we opened the Akashic Records and asked what was needed. And we channeled a 12-week program that has been transformative for a lot of people who are going through an awakening where things feel different than what they have before and you're not quite sure where you fit. Um, And we wanted to do something because we love working with our clients. And so this month, our promo is that you can sign on for three months of mentorship and you will get a fourth month free. We do this because we want to provide as much value as we can. And a lot of times our clients will choose to do a month four with us because they love the journey so much. And so we're doing what we can to find a way to give you as much as possible. So if this is something that you're interested in, book a free discovery call at either one of our websites and we'll take you through the program. It's a free discovery call. So it's not a big deal. We love hearing from you. And if this is something you want to explore, reach out. Thank you, Stace. Yeah, and Stace says, I love the program. It's um, It really is changing lives. It really helps people to understand the programming and truly shine their light. So I'm excited. I am, yeah, if, you, if you're ready for that journey, if you're ready to truly shine your light, then come and join us. Um, so this week's topic is all about... Um, the spiritual practices we can do in our everyday life. And um, and it's really interesting, like I was saying earlier, I feel like a lot of people are going through a spiritual awakening. And what does a spiritual awakening feel like? It feels like so many facets of you are changing, so many things that you do on a, that you used to do on a regular basis doesn't you don't feel connected to anymore. Maybe there's friends, there's people in your life that have always been there or they've been there for a while, but you don't feel like you resonate with them anymore. Um you feel that like the world is changing around you and you don't feel as connected. 
you know, maybe it's all fuss of you just being dissolved and so much change happening in your world. Um, and that is, I feel like a lot of people are going through that. And, you know, the feeling, the lack of connection, um, we talk a lot about having a strong self-care routine in this pro every, every podcast that comes up because having the right spiritual practices gives you a, a strong foundation to really be present and to deal with the changes that happen around you. And so I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, and, you know, before I'm sure all of us have spiritual practice that we can share, I'd love for Zara to start and just, um, you know, Zara, we came up with this topic for for us in this in this podcast together. So I'd love for you to, again, I guess, first of all, talk about how you feel, what's happening spiritually, and then how uh, regular spiritual practices that you recommend and the impact they've had on your life. Thank you, Ramesh. So I just, you know, while you were talking about the spiritual practices, I really want to um, share something personal and the clients that I have been talking to as well. I have come to realize that sometimes if when somebody is experiencing um, awakening or their world is, you know, falling apart or there are changes that are happening and then they start, you know, they start getting attracted towards the idea that there has to be something more than this, right? And I and I have to work on my empowerment or I have to do something about my life because it's not the way I want to live my life. And I really like this quote that says, what you don't change, you choose. So when you see that your life is actually falling apart around you and you're not doing anything about it, it means that you're actually actively choosing this life. And uh, so what I was saying was that once you do decide that, okay, I'm going to start either journaling every day or meditating every day, a lot of times it happens that people fall out of it. They'll start doing it. They'll do it for about a month, two months. I see them in about four or five months and they'd be like, oh my God, we were so consistent, you know, and uh, and then we stop doing it and it feels like I take one step forward and two step backwards. I, I'm sure as mentors and as healers, you might have heard clients saying that as well. And with that, um, I always share my personal experience with it. I'm All I'm saying is that you have to keep changing. You have to br keep bringing variety into your daily routines and practices. Otherwise, it does become very mundane. It does become very repetitive. It does become, and then without even realizing, there'll be a time where you're just journaling, but just for the sake of journaling, the intention kind of just fizzles out a little bit. So that's why, you know, <laughs> the, the main tool that I 100% would always use was and still is ABC, which is accessing body's consciousness. So if I was feeling a certain way or by the end of the day, whatever kind of a day I would have, I would do ABC on it. And then slowly and gradually, I came across this amazing tool and I'm so, so excited to share this. It's called a power model. And all I'm asking everybody, whoever is listening to give it a try for about 40 days. So we are just asking, you to do the power model for 40 days and then see where it takes you. Um, and uh, yeah, so we will be sharing the power model. <laughs> are we, are, are you both ready? Should we, should I just jump into it? I'd love for you to share more about what ABC is. 
Okay. Because I know I know we live ABC in, in our DNA with Yeah, it's right? yeah. So, so what, ABC, what ABC and what the power model is. I'd love for you to okay, share. Perfect. So ABC is a tool that was created by Bajia Sidra Jaffre, and it stands for accessing body's consciousness. It's based on the principle that how everything is energy. And so are your emotions. And if you really decode emotions, it's just energy in motion. That's all your emotions are. So by using this tool, ABC, all you do is that you access that part of your body that's holding that emotion, that feeling, and you release it and you declare that lesson complete. That's what the easiest way to define ABC is. But then again, if anybody's you know interested to, if they want to find out more, I'm sure Nimesh, um, is more than welcome to guide you through it. And we also have um, her book, Sidra's book called The Awakening, Nine Principles, page number 37. We never forget. <laughs> <laughs> you go on that page and uh, you just so, but it's just a, but just to simplify it, it's, that's what it is. It just allows you to go inside of you and find that part that's holding that information, helps you release it so you can feel lighter and better. I love it. I love it. And just kind of give my my perspective on, it, I guess, is um you know, because you said earlier, and the way I talk about it is everything external is a result of something in and our internal. So it's that, you know, our our body, our internal energy is is the biggest barometer we can have on on truly what's happening in our world. And you know, what ABS ABC does is it allows you to truly connect to what's blocking you inside and and it gives you a way of bringing it out so you can release it. Um, because how often do we look for the answers outside ourselves? And, you know, really I'm, I'm a big component that everything we need is inside us. All the love, all the joy, all the answers is inside us. If we can truly connect to it. Um, you know, when you work with somebody externally, getting a reading or a mentor, what you're doing is you're giving that person to access to your vibration, your energy, and they guide you, to your answers inside. And I think ABC is just a, such a simple tool that allows you to connect to what's blocks inside and for you to heal it yourself by having a conversation and connection with it. Yeah. So that's my take on it. And um, yeah, sorry, Zara, back to you to talk well, about this, the other modality you mentioned. I, you know, and, and Nimesh, I think that the, the idea that your outside world is an inward condition, I think this is such a core and such a phenomenal lesson. And I I honestly pray when, when I see clients, you know, I say, okay, guys, you have to understand that it's never the guy who cut you off in a parking lot. It's never your mother-in-law or your husband or your, 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 your partner or your kids. You know, it's, it's however you're feeling inside. That's how you are. Well, that's what you're reflecting outside. Uh, a difficult thing, but I, it's mind-blowing. I love that concept <laughs> and idea. I, and I remember Sidra always used to get excited when she was triggered. So, oh my God, it's an opportunity to heal. And it's just like, <laughs> I just look at her and, you know, kind of like, really? So, um, but yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I agree. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the power model. It's really easy and it's really simple. So all you have to do is you have to do these five things. So anybody who is trying to get into a practice or anybody who wants to change what they're doing or, or you know, try something else. Power model is the way to go. So there are five tasks that you have to do every day. All right. And luckily, we all remember the word power. We all want it. So <laughs> it's easy to remember it. Where P stands for positivity, 
which loosely translates to gratitude, all right? So every day, what you're going to do is that you're going to take some time out of your day. It could be in the morning, night, evening, any, any time that you can remember. And you're going to start saying gratitude for things that you can physically see. All right. So, for example, if I'm sitting here, I'm going to say, oh, I am grateful for the laptop, for the mic, for the roof, for the light, you know, for for my voice, for my eyes. And and you just take about 30 seconds a minute and start naming anything that's apparent right there. And then you are that you're grateful for. So that's your P for the day. Then comes your O, which stands for offer. So every single day, what you have to do is you have to offer something to the world. It can be um, charity. It can be talking to a friend who you know is having a difficult time. You take your phone out, you shoot them a text saying that, hey, just checking up on you. Or if you volunteer, that's a great idea. If you, you know, with you too, I'm sure the offer goes every day. It's given. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you heal something, some, some, you pay for somebody's coffee in the lineup. You know, I always say that that's the easiest thing to do. When you're buying yourself a coffee, just pay for the person behind you. And pray that they only got a coffee and not something big, but still. <laughs> so, so that's your offer. So giving back to someone. Then comes W, which is writing, journaling. So every day for, the for, for, for 40 days, you're going to pick up your journal and you're going to start writing whatever you're feeling. With, with journaling, I have experienced that somebody haven't journaled before and they're new to it and they don't know what to write. Usually I, I'll ask them to give it time, sit with your journal, create a nice ambiance, light some candles, you know, and then just start writing. But if you think that you don't have the time for it, then why the, the least we can do is that pick up a divine magic statement or an affirmation and write it seven times. If you're doing that, it's it will still be your writing for the day. The third, the fourth one is E, which is exercise. So when we say exercise, we're not asking people to go to the gym or work out. What we are trying to tell them is that every single day for 40 days, they have to have some movement into their lives, right? So which means that if you like to dance, put a song on every day and dance it out. If you like yoga, you do yoga. If you like stretches, you do stretches. But we are moving our body with the intention to distribute the energy, right? So if somebody is experiencing a very heavy chest lately, by incorporating this into their day-to-day -day lives, they will realize and understand that they actually start feel, they just start feeling lighter and lighter, right? Because you're distributing that energy around your body. The fifth one, which is R, stands for recharge. This is a really interesting one because I had clients who are in their 60s and I asked them five things that make you happy and they cannot be dependent on anybody else. I kid you not, the maximum sometimes I get is one. Because the others, that things that make people happy, is oh, spending time with kids, cooking for my kids, uh, or, or doing this for the other person, hanging out with my friends. But if you actually take a moment, and, and if you can just name five things that are not dependent on anybody else, and you can do it all by yourself, right? That will come under your recharge. So before you start this program, take some time out, make a recharge list 
And from that recharge list, you have to do one activity every day. So for me, I like reading books. I like going out for walks. So, or I like getting ready. I like um, listening to podcasts, right? So I'll make sure that when I'm doing my power model actively, I pick one thing out of this list and do that as well, right? So, so what the idea here is that we all have to start seeing our mind in two forms. You know, I, I know that people who have been in spirituality and, and um, been actively working on the awakening, the idea of the awakening, often hear the word subconscious mind and conscious mind, right? So, so we say, start seeing your mind as a rider and an elephant. So you are your conscious mind is the rider and your unconscious mind is the elephant, Elephant is, is, has been trained since your birth. You have been absorbing, observing whatever was going around you like a sponge. You were just absorbing that, that programming, that software, right? And in there, in when, and as we grow up, you know, either we are in, the, our, in our 20s, in our 30s, we try to change the way we either respond to situations or the way we live our lives. So our rider is very much aware of it and it goes, yeah, you know, something needs to change and I have to, um, I have to start fixing myself or working on myself. And, and, and we do that. But the, the problem happens that the information doesn't get passed on to that wild animal that has already been trained since birth, right? So by doing the power model for 40 days, what we are trying to do is that we are trying to train that animal. So, so it's like it's like similarly like training a dog, you know. So when you're training a dog, you have to be consistent. You have to keep doing it again and again and again. It's exactly how it works. So that's why I'm saying that if you really, really want to try this power model out, please do give it at least 40 days, right? And after once you're done with the 40 days, if you want, you can continue with it. Um, I like to change things up. So I usually either start doing something else. I'll start just start doing meditating and journaling or I'll, I'll you know, just mix it up and then come back to the model. How is that? No, it's good. I mean, and I guess we will include details of the, the of the, the power model in the show notes. Um, you know, it's interesting when you say 40 days, I'm sure there's some people listening who kind of think, I'm not sure I can commit to 40 days. I have such a busy life. I have a, um, they just say it takes, it depends who you talk to. Some people say 40 days, some people say 21 days. Yeah. But you know, consistent action creates traction. So it's that 100%. if you if you want to change, um, then it's important that you do something consistently. And you know, the part it may seem sound like a lot, but if you look at all the elements, it doesn't need to take you a long time. So, you know, just it's something, you know, it's consider, easy. right? If you're ready for a lot of change in your life, then you know, Einstein would say definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing, expected set of different set of results, right? So if you want to change, then you have to change. Yes. So, um, and know, also try with, it. What have you got to lose, right? Yeah, with the 40 day idea, the 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 reason that I suggest 40 days is that I have come to again, it is um Bajir's Sidra's information. And that how, even though we are just able to see one body, which is our physical body, we actually have three other bodies. 
So your emotion body, your mental body, your spiritual body, which your physical body is housing, you know, that's holding on the other three bodies as well. So when we do 40 days, we're actually 10 days, we're working on our spiritual body, 10 days, we're working on our mental body. 10 days we are working on our emotional body. So, so we divide it. And again, because we are training our unconscious mind. But um, 21 days is a very famous one. You know, if you think yeah. 40 days are a lot, then um, try with 21 days and, and then see how that feels. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll talk about what I recommended. Normally, I recommend 21 days. So it's, uh, yeah. it is, you know, kind of what you believe. But um, yes. I'd love, love to hear from Stace. Stace, in terms of, if you could share why you feel you know, kind of having a self-care model, like a self-care, self-practice routine, why that's important. And also what you'd recommend to people to incorporate into their daily life that would truly impact them on a regular basis. Love to hear from you. So I would say I agree with Zara in the kind of needing variety and mm -hmm. feeling stagnant if you do this the exact same thing. I think it'd be very hard to be, to say things are stagnant in what we do because we work with so many different people and such. But but when it comes to our personal routine, I think much like um, like I get burned out from getting on my treadmill if I do my treadmill too much and I don't do other workouts. I tend to get like then resistant and I get in a rut. And I I feel that that can happen with any of our four bodies. So the way that I kind of like mix it up or change things up is I just change the recipe slightly each day. So, um, for example, I went through a period of time where I was resistant to journaling. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just being transparent because we're all on the journey, right? Mm -hmm. We're not all going to have it exactly in alignment all the time. We're going to have times where, we might struggle a little bit more. And I just went through this season where I was resistant to journaling yeah. and I recognized that it was missing from my routine, but I had to kind of like force myself to sit down and start with it again. And then once I let go and I just kind of surrendered, I realized there was so much there for me, like that I needed to know. There were so many messages there for me that I needed to know. And so I, I just feel like we all have to kind of mix it up slightly so that we stay hungry. Mm. We stay mm. hungry for growth. We stay hungry for expansion. Um, it's like learning how to dance, right? And you have to get like just the right rhythm. And it is, it's a dance between mm. like doing what we know we need to do trusting that our higher power will place us where we're meant to be right and applying the practices that we need to to feel like we can show up as the best version of ourselves right it's a dance yeah and i and i and i and i appreciate that this is so true that you know especially when we go and we talk about you know we're consistently talking about improving but the truth is that we have those days when we don't feel like doing yeah. certain things you know and but it also what i have really really with this whole idea about because it feels it sits very heavy on me personally initially it used to now i'm getting better at it so if i'm falling out of something and i have been that so my one of the challenges that i personally faced was me being impatient 
I would I would be like, oh my God, or or, or self-critical, like I'd be like, oh my God, why am I not doing it? It's right there, right? But but what I have, what I plan and what I want to really do is that work on that space where there's a neutral space inside of me. So even when I'm falling, I'm not falling far down and and I always come back to and of course as humans there are going to be days where we are you know it's it's a it's a, it's up and down and up it's like an ECG result it's going to be up and it's going to be down and and your idea is to experience the highs and the lows but there's always this middle ground that you come to and 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 with the with the the practices and changing of the practices I realized that this window is getting a little bit bigger. So I can stay in it. I can always, so I'll experience it for five minutes, then I can come back to this this very easily as, you know, consistently doing different things. But yeah, we're not perfect. Work in progress. Well, we're, we're always, you know, it's like we're humans having a, we're, we're souls having a human experience, right? So, yeah. but Stacey, I want to go back to you in terms of, you, know, you talked about journaling. Is any of the spirit, other spiritual practice you'd recommend that you would, you know, you'd recommend to our listeners that that you've used that truly have impacted you? Getting comfortable being with your yourself, being with your own energy, and not relying on other people's energy, but rather being in a space of being present. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, I just spent a lot of time kind of avoiding myself and that's really where our answers lie right so finding a way to make time for yourself to turn within and you know for some people they might say that that's their meditation time great for some people that might be their walking time great but finding that time where you allow yourself the space to both like ask for what you want from the universe and to listen for the response. Mm -hmm. I would say that practice alone has been life-changing for me. I'm somebody who grew up being very anxious and I still have days where my anxiety gets the best of me. And I know, like I know that it's time for me to take time with myself. And sometimes that looks like intense, intensive prayer, right? Sometimes that looks like me walking on the treadmill, kind of allowing my thoughts to wander. Sometimes it's a drive in the car and a song will trigger me to go to that space. But finding that space has been really important for me. I, in that space, have become aware of what I need to work on, meaning what, what needs my attention as far as healing myself, right? What, what is it that I need? And in those moments, that's when I let my soul speak. I would say, the rest of the time I'm focused on serving and helping other people and doing what I can, but I have to take that time with myself. I have to. Love it, and I've, love it. I've recognized it more now than ever. Right. Mm. You know, it's, it's all very true, right? It's that, um, you know, is it natural to put ourselves first? Maybe it goes against the programming we've had and maybe it's that, you know, religious programming, parental, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
but as I was saying earlier, I think I think this year, I really feel this year is about putting ourselves in the middle of our world. And you know, I always remind people how important that is because our light becomes so much brighter when we put ourselves first. It means that we can help so many more people. And also, what example are we setting for others? We're not mm-hmm. here to force people to to do what we do, but we can set an example and they choose to follow or not. And, you know, you both talked about variety um, and the importance of variety in the kind of the spiritual practice. And um, I agree, right? It's like if you keep doing the same thing, then you're going to get bored and it's checking in with yourself. But it's also, you know, we've given you and we'll continue to give you some practices that you've got to pick the things that resonate with you. But then for me, the reason I think I feel that Zara says 40 days is you've also got to give it a chance to make a difference. So, you know, the variety comes from finding the recipe that works for you. Um, and Stacey, I think about I think about your uh, recipe analogy, which I'll ask you to talk about in a second. But it's also, you know, really doing something consistent to really affect the change and, you know, really being honest with yourself about how much change is impacting. Because I'm sure all of all of us would agree that we've done things in the past that was really working and for some reason we've stopped doing it. And why do we stop doing it is because I guess life gets in the way, but, you know, picking those things that resonate is really important. And I always recommend, you know, I have, for, you know, maybe 20 plus years and I still have people that do it today. And I always recommend three things whenever I start working with somebody to create that consistent behavior. I always recommend three, three things. And number one is 10 minute silence. And it's like when when I always recommend this, there's some people that say, you know what, I can't meditate. You know, I, I've tried it and it doesn't work. And again, the reason um, it's like a muscle. You can't do, you can't try and meditate once and then they decide I can't meditate. So again, I always recommend do it consistently for 21 days. And the reason I recommend 10 minute silence is because it's not about, it's about quieting the mind so you can truly listen to your own soul. We talked about the body being a signal and it's like, so, but our mind and our ego is so strong for so many of us. So when we give ourselves 10 minutes to be silent, to be present, and we do it consistently for 21 days, then all of a sudden our voice does become quieter. But then our internal voice from our heart and our our soul becomes louder. And, you know, again, if somebody says, you know, I can't sit for 10 minutes silence, then if a thought comes through, let it come and let it go. Because a lot of time what we do is, oh my God, I can't believe I can't say every 10 minutes silence. You know, you, you break yourself. No, do it with kindness. If a thought comes in, let it come, let it go. Let it come, let it go. And you do it for 21 days. I found with so many people, I've tried it with thousands of people, you do find a little peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I've got people that, I, I, you know, 20 plus years they've been doing this because it's something I recommended and they find is using is working so that's the one thing that people consistently do the second thing is mirror work and the reason I write I, I recommend mirror work is because we spend so much so much time looking after our physical body and you know Zara talked about the four bodies but how much time do we spend ourselves loving ourselves from the inside and what mirror work allows you to do is to fall in love with you from the inside. And what I say about mirror work is you just look in the mirror. Um, you can't look with both eyes. Look with one eye and just connect to you from the inside. Feel the love inside you. Feel that connection. 
and then say whatever comes to, to, to your mind. I always recommend saying, I love you, I appreciate, and I thank you. I thank you, I appreciate you, I love you. Or even just saying, I love you. you again, you do that 21 days, you're going to start to feel differently inside. And look, sometimes when you look in the mirror and you look in your eyes, you may see something you don't like. You may see some darkness. But ultimately, we all have light and darkness in, in us. And, you know, you have to accept all of you. But that's why I recommend the third thing. The third thing in both uh, Stacy and, and Zara talked about journaling. So the third thing I've always recommended is journaling. Because, you know, stuff is going to come up for you at different times. And journaling is really a spiritual activity of releasing the stuff inside you has to go somewhere if you don't release the stuff inside you it could become a volcano and interrupt in anger or other things so when you journal you give yourself it's a spiritual activity of releasing what's inside you i remember i used to argue with Sid all the time because i love just typing things on the computer i'm like you know what? i'm just going to journal on the computer and she'd be like no you need a pencil you need to write it down because it's a spiritual activity you know what do what's right for you um but yeah these are the three things i recommend and Stace, before we go back to Zara, I remember I mentioned the recipe analogy. So I'd love for you to just expand on, you know, kind of the different elements we recommend, but picking the right thing for you. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people who come into our orbit, um, they've been eating the same soup recipe their whole life. Like their parents taught them the soup recipe and they've just been... And what I, what I mean is you only are doing what you, what was imparted to you from the wisdom of what came before you. Right. And what we do is we walk you up to a buffet with all different ingredients. And we walk you through the process of figuring out what ingredients work for you because not everybody's recipe is going to be the same. For some of us, it might be a, a really intense journaling session three times a week. For others of us, we might need to write multiple times a day to expand in that connection and to feel that 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 sensation, right? That you're aligned. And sometimes it can be really hard to figure out what your recipe is because you've only been fed one recipe so you don't even know what you like but what if you could take the time to figure out what works for you for you specifically not what somebody else tells you is going to work but you just started exposing yourself to different things different ways of connecting with yourself with the world around you different ways of true unfiltered connection yeah i love it i love it and it's 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 kind of so true in terms of you know my recipe is right for me because i'm on this i'm on this journey that i that, that i do the things that resonate and you know on this podcast we'll always recommend different things but you've mm -hmm. got to pick the things that resonate with you at a heart level so mm -hmm. you know if it's the three daily things i talked about um, you know, Stacy has a beautiful journey technique that, you know, if you register on a website, you get a PDF of, of journey with intention, you know, and, and Zara talked about the power model. It's like, pick the things that you resonate with. Cause how often have we watched something on TV or gone on a course and it's like, oh my God, I'm going to do that. I commit to do that for whatever period of time. 
and you lose the momentum and it's because it doesn't always resonate with you at a heart level. You want to change. You want to, you want to, just because you've seen the changes in the person and you're like, oh my God, I want to do that. But you've got to find the things that resonate with you. And when you find the things that resonate with you, actually you'll stick with it. Of course, there's going to be times when you, you maybe you stop doing it, but all those times I always recommend is like, go back to, you know, if you're struggling, go back to a time when you were thriving, whatever that looks like. Yes, circumstances are different, but what were you doing on a regular basis that was allowing you to be the best version of yourself? Because I really believe the universe gives us clues and it also prepares us for massive change by helping us to to do the right things. And sometimes we forget because life gets busy. But if we can just sit with ourselves and just ask, which of these guys, the three, three, three amazing heroes on this call, what, what are what are they recommending? Out of the things they're recommending, you know, what is it that resonates to me? Oh my God, ABC sounds really interesting. You know what? Let me find out more about ABC. And you know, whatever it is, or, you know, what well, I, I really want to do the mirror work or journaling or whatever that may be. Um, but commit to do it for, for a consistent period, whether it's 21 days, 40 days, because I really do believe consistent action creates traction, right? And it's that, it's the journey with the connection because you've got to build momentum. You can't, you know, Stace talks, talks about all the time. We, it's like with the work that we do is personal trainers, for the soul it's like you can't go to the gym one just one time and all of a sudden think okay i'm fit you know it's just it's like doing a meditation one off and saying okay you know what i'm fully healed and it is a journey to truly and zara i'd love to hear more about your journey in terms of how the daily practices that you do helped you to become the healer you are and you know kind of what would what could you share with our audience um so before I, I tell you guys that how the, the practices helped me, I have to tell you that what I was trying to heal or what I was trying to change. So they and 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 while you guys were talking about, I really want to just add one point that with journaling, again, it's a feedback from a client. I have not personally experienced it, but when when I there was this client and I was having this conversation about, you know, you should journal more. And 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 she kept, you know, dilly-dandying it. Oh no, no, okay, I will start from new moon. I will start from I was like, just just, you know, try it because she had a lot going on. Um and and then after two, three sessions, she one day she was like, you know, Sarah, I tried journaling, but I don't think I'm going to like what I hear or what I read about myself. I wouldn't like the thoughts that I'm having. So so I think that if you're anyone who's resisting journaling just because you're afraid of the shadow self or what might come out, please don't give up. You, you have to keep, you have, again, self-work is all about accepting yourself as a whole. We, I believe that we all are a combination of yin and yang. We are all a work in progress. And I know that the world is very glitter, very full of glitter and roses and sunshine on social medias and Instagram and, and you know, all that stuff. But again, nobody is perfect. And and so for me, I I could relate to Stacy when she said that um she has been an anxious person. I dude, if there was a degree of being <laughs> You know, the most, I I have a PhD in it. So I was extremely anxious and um, I was impatient. And 
I was a people pleaser. I that's something that was really big for me. And and by doing the practices, so so by putting myself first, by changing the definition of selfish, that selfish doesn't mean that I'm more important than you. It is. It means that I'm as important as you. I used to remind this to myself every time I would make a decision that would will put me first. I would always remind this to myself that no, no, I'm as important as the person that I'm dealing with. So this is this is and this is a, this was a very constant reminder. With in terms of practices, Nimesh, what I found really easy and what has worked for me was having intention. So for example, if I was trying when I was trying to work on my anxiety, I anything that would resonate with me on that day, I will pick it up and do it. So if I have I I'm more inclined towards meditating, I'll do. The meditation if i'm inclined towards journaling i'll do the journaling but the intention will be okay so i'm addressing the that anxious side of me um so yeah so journaling meditation the power model you know i love it i think the whole recharge part changed my life and i was like oh my god i i don't even know anything that makes me happy honestly <laughs> you know yeah i'm spending time with the kids and and cooking and and cleaning and but nothing nothing true that kind of really goes into the core um so yeah so the power model journaling meditation abc 100 percent, and uh you know mirror work Nimish, i've tried doing mirror work um i still have to find my way i still have to kind of practice more with that uh but mirror work yeah this is I, while while you were talking i was thinking about that that you know this is something that i should Give it a try this time. Can Every, you? Everything can you, comes up for a reason, right? Mm, so, so again, I'm, if, if somebody else wants to know this as well, mm -hmm. so you're welcome. But when you mention mirror work, so you sit in front of the mirror and you close one eye. Is that what you were saying? I mean, so you can't. You don't have to close one eye, but if you try and look at both eyes in the mirror into both your eyes in the mirror, it's it's kind of impossible to do. What you do is you look into one eye. You can keep both eyes, both eyes open. So you keep your focus you, on one. Yeah, but you focus on one because you can't look at both. I've tried. Um, but you focus on one, but actually you, you feel what you feel. So it's not, it's, it's just, with any of these exercises, if you just go through the motion, you're just going through the motion, right? But you, ha you have to put feeling into it. So it's like when you're looking into the mirror, feel yourself inside. Feel what you're really feeling. Feel your connection and be open to feeling that connection at a deep level. So basically, they say your eyes are windows to the soul, right? So you basically you're connecting to your soul through your eyes, wow. and just feel that connection of who you are, and then from there, you can whatever words come in. You know, over time, people have started singing to themselves. You know, they're kind of having affirmations they use. And mm -hmm. you know, as a side note, you call it daily uh, DMS, divine magic statements, is what Sidri used to call affirmation statements, right? So, whatever works for you, but it's that. Connecting with your soul through your eyes is really powerful because you're building a connection with you on the inside. Okay. And it does bring stuff up, by the way, just it should come with health warning because sometimes, like I was saying earlier, we have darkness in us, but we all have light and dark. There is no, there is no light without dark. So it's, it's, we have stuff in us that we need to deal with. Right. So. And, and you know, as much we celebrate our light, we have to celebrate our darknesses as well. Yeah, well, I call it embrace our darkness, right? It's yeah, that when, when when you push your darkness away, you, basically you're giving it power. Mm. When you accept that it's part of who you are, you embrace it, you take its power away. 
Mm. You start to learn from it. You start to, because we are parts of everything, right? There's good and bad. It's like, you know, it's like social media sometimes just points to good parts, right? It doesn't necessarily point, you know, the darker days, but we all experience it. We're we're human, you know, so we're having a human experience. So, but uh, stay set up for you. Go on. Sorry, I was just about, sorry, see, just one one quick thing. And then I, you know, this is, and again, as a reminder, something very incredible happens when you start becoming aware and embrace your darker side. You know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to relationships, we, when somebody has, passes a comment about us, right? We take it really personally because, and you only take it personally if you are not aware of your shadow selves and if you are not aware of your dark sides, when once actually you only take it personally when it triggers you because there's some people some people can say stuff to you and it just doesn't yes. yeah yeah. Like, yeah whatever but when it does trigger you then go on what yeah. does that mean you're rejecting that part of you most likely that's why <laughs> and you're not aware of it so yeah okay stacy over to you now. now i was gonna stay so you know actually i just thought of something that came through it's just the amount of time that sidra comes up in our clients um and they can feel it. And even, even people from the podcast, um, I get messages that they can feel Sidra's energy. And and it just as a reminder, I call this podcast Spiritual Journey. It has the same initials as Sidra. So I, I honored Sidra's memory and her journey. And I, this podcast has, I'm I'm so proud of it, but I'm also, I, I really feel that Sidra's influenced it. So I just wanted to mention that as, as it came through as a message. Um, uh, Stay, so we... As part of our mentorship in the class we work with, I mean, we we advocate a lot of spiritual practices, and we I'd love for you to talk about how much the change has impacted some of our clients just by applying what we do on a regular basis. It's been so powerful, um, specifically in like the last couple of weeks, to have so many clients um, having breakthroughs. And for me, there is nothing better than seeing a client have a breakthrough, make a connection, understand something about themselves that they didn't understand before. Um, There have been moments like all peppered through doing this work. Um, But I would say recently, there's just, maybe there's more of them having breakthroughs. Like there's more client volume. I don't know, but it's like the excitement is so palpable. Um, people who like listen to us on the podcast, you know, maybe you, maybe this is one of you, maybe you're listening right now and you've been listening for a while and you're like, what they do sounds really interesting. Like it, it is because we take you to a space where you're not just looking at one area of your life, but you're looking at all of it. And the breakthroughs for people can be so significant. It can be um, a breakthrough in understanding your programming. It can be a breakthrough in understanding what you're here on this earth to do. I mean, the breakthroughs vary by person, but the excitement that each one of them expresses is like similar. Like they, they just get so excited that they're seeing this significant change. And I just think of like, like we have one client right now who's really struggling in like 
his life circumstances and like what he's going to do as far as relationships go, et cetera. And he's getting so much clearer on what he wants and what he doesn't want and what he's like willing to, like it's non-negotiable, right? And so how he's showing up for himself is really having an impact. And so just seeing somebody in life circumstances right now where they're managing it because of what they're getting from our program for me is just like, like, I don't see how it gets any better. I love it. I love it. And it is, it is beautiful seeing those light bulb moments when people really understand, Oh my God, this is my gift or this is, this is why I do this. Or this is, you know, understanding their programming. It's just, it's just, you know, and it's just, you know, we have so many clients that are going through so much change, but for example, we, we asked them to track their four bodies. So the, the, the four bodies as Zara talking about, we incorporate into our program, the physical, the mental, emotional, and spiritual. And we asked them to track their, their bodies, zero to 10, zero being nothing at all. You know, that's something that Cedric used to ask us to do. Right. And it's just, there are people that are really high, but are still going through a lot of change. And the reason there are is because they're connecting with their gifts, even though they're, their human world is still going through change, but they they can really feel how how what they're here to do and how powerful they are, and that there's a knowingness that all the change that's happening is going to go through and it's going to be what it's meant to be. And it's just I love it. It's changing lives, um, you know. And I always highly recommend it. And Zara, as as we come into near the end of the episode, I'd love for you to talk about you know, kind of more of what you do and how people can interact and to hear more about this event that we have coming up. Oh, yes, the Soul Spa, which we are really, really excited about. Um, so me and Nimesh and our beautiful friend Fozia, all the way from UK as well, um, we are hosting a three-day wellness retreat in Vancouver. I'm so, so excited for it. Um, we will be spending a lot of time together. We'll be talking about a lot of practices um, how to be in more acceptance of where we are and how we get to be here and then how we can actually create a future that we all desire. So we have different workshops throughout the day uh, during your stay. Actually, we are coming down to nine workshops, Nimesh, by the way, <laughs> for three days. And, um, and we'll have a lot of activities. It's snowing here and we have organized a little bonfire conscious uh, conversation as well which I'm really excited about it's a it's going to be a good experience my intention honestly to have this and to host this was for um, anybody who's interested to just step out of their day-to-day -day lives into this space where they can truly just commit to themselves they can just work on themselves be fully present and the icing on the top is that we don't have um, cell service there. So which is, I'm really looking forward to it. So no outside communication, uh, which is exciting. And uh, yeah, and it's happening on 23rd, 24th and 25th of Feb here in Vancouver. We have rented out these beautiful cabins by water, uh, which I'm excited about. And yeah. And what I do is that I provide one-to-one -one sessions Uh it's about a 50 minutes long session. Um, I have a website, keylightcenter.com. If you go to the website, you'll also find information on our upcoming event, Soul Spa. And uh, yeah, and then you are more than welcome to connect with me from the website. Thank you, Zara. And um, 
I'll include um, Zara's details in the, sh in the show notes. And I'm honored to do this event with you. I mean, I I, I was blessed to do so many soul spas with Sidra. Um, she did soul spas in Mexico, Hawaii. She attended eight to nine spas. By yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, just, you know, I and it changed my life. So, yeah. you know, I mean, and she did some training while, I mean, she was obviously running the events, but there were times when she kind of left me to run stuff and there was times... I, so I feel like in many ways she was training before me. So I'm excited. I, I'm sure that this is the first event of many and trying to convince Stacey to come to this one. I'm not sure she's going to be at this one, but we will do events in, in the US and the UK together as well. So I'm, I just want to connect with people in person. I'm excited. Um, so if you're in the Vancouver area or you can make it those dates, then please do join us. I'd love for you to join. I'd love to, to meet people to guide you. Um, I feel very blessed and feel very guided to do the work I do. So please do join us. Um, it's going to be a life-changing event. So I'm really looking forward to it. And um, yeah, so Stace, as we're closing out this episode, and Zara, I'm going to come to you too. Um, any advice for our listeners on this topic? And also for both of you, any general prompts? Um, so when you talk about general prompts, it's that you know, as we go deeper in terms of some of these spiritual practices, Maybe what what can our listeners do to kind of really understand what's going to work for them? And Stacey, I'll go to you first. Yeah, I say a great place to start is to ask yourself what makes you feel connected and just write about it. Do you feel connected when you're out in nature? Do you feel connected when you're in bed right before you go to sleep? Like, And if you've never felt connected, what are you willing to do to try to establish connection? Meaning, mm -hmm. are you willing to meditate? Or are you willing to start journaling? Are you willing to start doing mirror work? Like, what are you doing? What are you willing to do to meet the universe halfway in you experiencing more of a connection? That's where I would start. Zara, what about you? So you you I, I i was about to say what you said but that's fine <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I went to stacy first to give you some time to think about it oh that's you, perfect stacey, i love stacey, it stacey's used to i love it when she spot, speaks so. i'm unhappy <laughs> just to add on to what you said yes also uh, i think intention why are you connecting i think that kind of really really um answers a lot of so if you if you want to start by doing that as well. So it just kind of gives you a clear picture of why you're doing what you're doing. A lot of times when people are, again, just from personal observations, when we do start working on ourselves, when we start building a connection, there's usually something in our material plane that stops working and that pushes us to work on ourselves, right? But when we but it has to be something more than that. So I think sit with it. Ask yourself that why why am I seeking this, what I'm seeking? I think that kind of really just even if you write that and if you start journaling, a lot of information is going to come through. I think that kind of just triggers something on the other side. <laughs> and they go, wait, wait, keep doing what you're doing. So try that. And uh yeah, and Stacey's thing for sure, yeah. <laughs> I love it, I love it. And, you know, our intention drives so much because sometimes we start things and, you know, you see something and you want a quick fix, you know, it's like, oh, but what these daily practices do and, you know, pick the ones that resonate with you, yeah. 
give you a foundation. Mm. So if you're going through something, it gives you that foundation to then really build on additional things on. And it's like without that foundation, it's like you're walking on quicksand. It's like your base chakra. So it really gives you that strength. So I recommend picking the practices that really make sense to you. Um, yeah. And, you know, as we close this episode and just, I could talk to you two, two of my favorite people on the planet for all day. So I've loved this connection. I've loved talking to you. Um, as I was saying earlier, I'm going to go live on Instagram, talk about this. So if you want to connect with me and Zara and kind of, continue to engage with us on this topic and maybe you want to give us some feedback via via instagram live then please do join us it's going to be on the 24th um at uh, 7 p.m uk 11 a.m pacific uh, also in vancouver where where zara is and 2 p.m est um as a reminder we have a promo on the mentorship program which is change your lives so you get four months for the price of three you know what follow us on social media um we all post stuff and actually there's a secret. I just thought about this on Zara's website, um, Key Light Center. If you want to feel the connection, the energy of Sidra, um, she shares a lot of a lot of Sidra's meditations on that website. Um, I go to it. I use some of those meditations all the time. So, you know, go to that website and maybe just try out a couple of Sidra's meditations. You may be surprised. And I would always, you know, kind of, there's a few there just, the ones that resonate with you, the one that, you know, just something about the title, just try it. Um, I would love for you guys to feel the, the her vibration and let us know what you, how you felt, what you what came through it. And yeah, I'd love for you to reach out to us on social media. Let us know if there's topics or, or even guests that you want, want us to have on this podcast. Let me know. I, I love, love, love this podcast. Um, feel so much love from it. I feel so much love from you guys. And I'm going to hand over to both of you to close that. So Zara, I'm going to come to you first. What well, any message, any final message you have for our listeners, and then I go to states after that. Um, just one. Let's let's truly, while you're working on yourself, don't forget to step into the frequency of joy. In hundred years, none of this will matter, but how we work on ourselves and how we work on our souls. That's important, but it has to come with the element of joy. Try to have fun with it. Try to try choose peace and content over everything, right? And joy will follow through. And that's my closing remark. <laughs> that's about it. I love it. I love it. So much love in those words. And going over to the beautiful Stacey Brown. Stace, how would you like to close us out? Thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen to our episodes every week we love hearing from all of you and we appreciate when you rate and review our podcast and we love it when you share so spread the word that we're here and we'll be back next week thank you everybody sending so much love and light and please do come and join me on instagram live i don't want to be sitting on my own um i'll include all of this in the show notes and yeah please continue to send us those messages sending everybody love and light and bye for now